This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Mapper Forward's first on-demand workshop, How to Become a Coffee Consultant, available now online for you to learn at your own pace with a certificate available upon completion. Click the link in the show notes to access today for just 50 euros. Welcome to the Daily Coffee Pro by Mapper Forward, friends. I'm your host, Lee Safar, and this is episode four of a five-part series with Todd McCarthy from Supply not from supply, from full spectrum. (laughs) (laughs) I knew it was going to happen at least once. No, but you're from full spectrum uh, because you're freshly minted from full spectrum. So, um, yes, Todd McCarthy from full spectrum. It (laughs) it does. Of course it does. Um, But, Todd, we've been talking about launching a coffee roasting brand and the reason that I completely messed that up there was because you are just freshly minted into full spectrum. We're four days in at the time of the recording of this uh, podcast. And um, we've been talking about a whole bunch of things around uh, what it is to launch a coffee roasting brand today. A part of your journey to get to today uh, where you've launched was that you decided to go to Origin for the first time Mm -hmm. and you did that. It was December, right? December? Yeah, just before Christmas. Yeah, Just before Christmas, uh, 2022. I forget what year we're in, but let's just go with 2022. Um, (laughs) um, So what was that like? Like, How was that life changing for you as, as a coffee roaster and as a business owner? Sure. I, uh, it's so easy just to sit in Australia where I am and all you have is photos. All you have is uh, origin stories from other roasters. Mm. And for a long time, uh, because I was so involved in the cafe sphere, uh, it's, origin just was not front and centre for me. Right. I had to worry about a business. I had to worry about my consumers. I had to worry about uh, my staff. Uh, and the idea of traveling to origin, it just seemed so far away. But uh, my good friends from CoffeeNet, uh, they held an annual uh, coffee origin trip to their processing facility, mm-hmm. La Padera, in, uh, in Quindío, in Colombia. And uh, during a, a cupping at uh, their HQ in Sydney, Oscar pitched the idea to me and at the time I was, I was feeling good and I thought, you know what, I'm just going to say yes. And to say yes, it was still so far away, uh, but to land in Colombia was the, the most pivotal moment that I've ever had in my career. You know, really? it's, I landed there and I thought, this is fucking it. You know, this is, this is <laughs> yes. it. This is, I love that. And I've got a huge amount of respect for the cafe culture, but uh, the, um, there was always a disconnect for me uh, right. from the, the, the cafe side of the, the coffee industry uh, to the producing side of the coffee industry. And now uh, I am using Full Spectrum as a vessel to be able to tell those stories that I, have, uh, that, that I am now able to tell from Origin. What was it about Origin that like made you feel like this is it, this is, this is where I need to be as a roaster? One thing that you never ever see in photos or you never get to experience through photographs is, is smell. Okay. And uh, in, oh, sorry, on the uh, Full Spectrum website, you will be able to see a whole bunch of photos from the processing uh, facility La Padera. 
and just to be able to smell that many cherries come in drying on the patios drying in the mechanical dryers it was just that sensory experience that really was just the cherry on top you know <laughs> it, uh, I just feel so lucky to be able to have gone there and really experience firsthand what it's like and but don't get me wrong I mean there, there were there were a huge amount of positives, but there were also negatives as well. Is that okay. you, you start to say, or not so much negatives, but things that that I feel as if that I have the power to be able to uh, help with, you know? Like what? Um, well, a big thing for me was uh, to really understand cultivation practices. Mm-hmm. Uh, my the biggest takeaway that I had from Colombia was surrounding washed process coffees. Uh, my understanding of washed processed coffees was uh, that all of the cherries are picked and they're pulped in that same day. Uh, but the the biggest difference uh, at Origin, rather than not being there, was to see that that's not quite the case. You know, mm-hmm. um, the all of the coffee cherries, uh, especially if they're going to be washed, I didn't realise and. Uh, so I didn't realize that there was always going to be a period of in cherry fermentation. So uh, in cherry fermentation uh, is happening either in uh, silos, in buckets, in grain pro bags, and that just adds another level of complexity to wash process coffees. Um, so yeah, that was a, a that was a big eye opener for me. Is that regard, everyone has a really loose framework that they work around mm-hmm. and it's sort of impacts quality control uh, through their processing as well but roasters I mean they can observe processing methods used at origin uh, whether it's washed or natural or honey uh, and then you get to understand the intricacies uh, of the coffee processing that then helps roasters to def- to really refine their roasting techniques uh, that then complements uh, and enhances flavor characteristics uh, that are inherent uh, to that uh, to that coffee. What was it like meeting the people who whose hands are actually the reason that you get the green coffee that you get? How did that Everyone change so, you? They're just so involved, mm. and it, it's it, it's an entire families, you know. Um, but the thing that uh, I mean the. Sorry, I lost the question. It just the, sort of slipped out of my mind. That's okay. It's, it's, it is the season, I assure you. That's been happening to me a lot. But when you meet the people where yes. that are growing the coffee, that are processing the coffee, you know, mm-hmm. there's a disconnect if you're a roaster that hasn't actually met those people. You're just like buying spot coffee, roasting the coffee. And, and mm. sure, you treat it well and, and you, you put your craft into that. But then you get a new layer when you go and, and you – walk amongst the people who are actually um, mm. give you the privilege of being able to yeah, to course. have that experience. Yeah, okay. What was that yeah, like yeah, for sure. you? Well, how does I that mean, change the, you as a roaster? Well, just saying that not everything is as it seems, you know. It, um, the, the level of complexity uh, that it takes to put together, say, a community lot uh, is okay. just, just witnessing that firsthand was I just couldn't believe that living in Australia, all of the hard work that goes into transparent uh, traceability, yeah. uh, I thought, how do they keep track of this? Yeah. It was just 
so overwhelming, the amount of coffees that were coming in. And it just seemed, it, of course, it's second nature to, to people who work in it every single day of the week. But um, oh, it was just, I, I will never, ever look at a, at a coffee the same, you know, knowing yeah. what, uh, what, what sort of journey it's been on. And when you now are thinking about using a new coffee, mm-hmm. do you approach that differently than you did before you went to Origin? Yes. Uh, like what's from, the mindset about that? Like do, do you look at it and say, oh, so now it's still just about cupping it and, and like roasting it and cupping it and scoring it and, or is there more that goes into thinking about it? Well, traveling to origin, you get to uh, establish relationships. Okay. Uh, whether that be uh, with a single producer or whether that be through a very small growing um, network. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's, is um, your relationship different to the coffee than it was before? Without a doubt, yeah. I um, I was lucky enough to select uh, six or seven lots uh, from Col- uh, from my trip to Colombia, and a big part of the full spectrum launch last week was to be able to showcase those coffees that I had selected, and that for me was. Witnessing the coffee industry full circle, mm. uh, me, go, me going to Origin to select these coffees, uh, meeting the producers, uh, witnessing firsthand the, the incredibly strenuous work that, uh, that goes into producing um, excellent cups of coffee. Did that surprise uh, you, Todd? Did, did it, did did it surprise it? you how much strenuous work goes into producing the coffee? No, I I had a I had a real I had a very good idea of what went into it, but I mean to to witness uh, that's their day to day, you know. That's um, right. But me being able to reward them for that yeah. uh, was um, it's incredible, you know. Yeah. But the getting that getting that coffee into Australia, roasting it, and then being able to serve it to the people that came to the launch party. I mean that's. Yeah, it's a gift. Does it right? get any better than that, you know? Yeah. And you and can I feel talk so about it differently. I'm fortunate that mm-hmm. I am that person that is able to provide that experience to people. Um, but it doesn't get any better. Do you, you know, I hear baristas when they talk about um, after, let's say, they go to a meet the producer event and they or they've gone to origin because their boss decided to take them and the way that they serve the coffee the way they talk about the coffee is very differently they have a whole different respect for Mm -hmm. their job as a custodian of the coffee supply chain exactly Um, how is that for you when it comes to paying for coffee as a roaster do you look at paying for coffee uh in a different way than you did before I've got. I've just got a lot more respect uh, and appreciation for coffees that that do cost a little bit more, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, at the same time, it comes back to what we were talking about earlier with consumer preference, and uh, not all consumers are going to be into yeah. something that um, that is an eighty-eight point natural uh, yeah. extended fermentation coffee, you know. But it, uh, but the bulk of the coffees that I cupped in Colombia were styled towards that uh, that yeah. segment. Um, but I mean, that's, uh, that's my job now is to be able to come back and become the educator and, uh, yeah, sort of talk to them. And I, I, I now have the ability to, to talk to them, uh, in a very sincere way, uh, 
about how that coffee was produced and, and at the end of the day, who produced it. Yeah, that's amazing. In the final episode of this series, we're going to kind of bring all of this stuff that we've talked about together and you're going to give us some tips for people who are looking to launch a coffee roasting brand or who have, who are in the, the final stages, I guess, of putting their business out there. You're going to give us the, the, like the five tips that you would recommend uh, sure. that people focus on to, yeah. to get this happening. So join us for the next episode, folks. Peace, love and peanut butter. Have an amazing rest of your day. Thanks for tuning in, friends. There are two ways you can support this podcast. Firstly, become a paid member of our YouTube channel. Secondly, you can join our Patreon for as little as $3 a month. Both have options for exclusive ad-free content and early release content. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. The Daily Coffee Pro is produced by Map It Forward and the music you're listening to is called Run 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 off of my album Laundry After Midnight. To get older episodes of this podcast, as well as more information on Map It Forward, head to mapitforward.coffee. You can find links and more information in the show notes below.